0: What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I am your host, Brett McGrath, Vice President of Marketing at The Juice. Jonathan, on the pod today. Hopefully, you're having a good start to your week. We are deep in the weeds all the time trying to build a damn company, eating our own dog food. Sometimes, you gotta zoom out. You gotta think a big picture. I talk with Jonathan about zooming out and not thinking about Talking, positioning, marketing, every little thing that we do at our business, but how we're trying to remove ourselves, take a step back and focus in on those higher level topics to build great messaging, to deliver great product to our market. And that's what I want to talk about today. It's been a thread that has been going on throughout our business. So I figured, you know what? Let's bring it to the audience. Let's bring it to the listener Modern Day Marketer. Hopefully you all can learn something. If you like what we're doing over here, follow, subscribe do all the things most importantly tell a marketing pal you're enjoying modern day marketer without further ado let's kick into the conversation what is up everyone welcome back to modern day marketer i am here with jonathan we are recording on a friday which is atypical so we're getting our coffee going and trying to you know finish this week strong and there was a topic that I wrote about in our blend which is our weekly newsletter and we've been talking about it a lot internally so I figured you know what let's just bring it on the pod and that topic is going to be getting deep in the weeds and kind of eating our own dog food and how at t- sometimes we need to zoom out and simplify things so we're going to talk about that and what what we're doing on that front at the juice but before we jump in, Jonathan, what's going on? How's your week been?
1: It's going well. I would say I prefer to drink our own champagne as opposed to uh, eat our own dog food. But it's been a good week. It's been a very busy week. I feel like we're making progress on a lot of things. A lot of what you and I are working on uh, around the messaging. What we're going to talk about today is one of those things that's starting to feel like we're getting somewhere. And so uh, it is. It is just the entrepreneurship journey where. You can be stuck for a while and then all of a sudden a few things click and it moves very fast and you're always bouncing back and forth those two stages. So, been a good week. Excited to recap some of the work uh, you and the team are doing today. Drink our own juice, right? That's what we should be saying. There you go. Yes. I love
0: it. Oh, boy. Okay. So, a good place to start, I think, would be just this theme that's been going on across the business and a bunch of different conversations. And this theme is you're in a small, small team. We're all owning our individual roles and working cross-functionally and building this product and marketing this product, selling it, servicing it, doing it all the way we believe in. And we're all talking with each other about what's happening and um, we're all really excited. But I think we're all getting to that point where we realize the things that aren't working and instead of just continuing to do those things that aren't working, we're kind of taking a step back and saying, all right let's, let's evaluate how we can do these things better or more effectively. And I think the primary theme is we do a lot of different things. And instead of focusing in on like the one, two, maybe three things that we do really well, we're trying to talk about every thing that we're possibly building or could be building. And when you do that stuff gets watered down in general. So maybe like this, this topic of of like being so deep in the weeds that we're not really focusing on like the most essential items that could cause a greater immediate impact. Like, I know you've got a lot to say just on this topic. So just your take, your thoughts about what we're going through right now.
1: I'm going to talk for probably 25 minutes and then you can wrap up the podcast. Uh, no. Um, so I, I'm going to date myself here a little bit, but, uh, classic piece of cinematography dude where's my car where they're in the drive through and it's and then and then and then that that is, we have that a little bit in our product and i think in a good way and you mentioned like the energy everyone has and what we believe in and what we're building we get really excited about it all cuz we're in it every day and so we started to realize that you know, in the sales process when we're demoing is like we can do this for you and then we can do this and then we can do this and then this and then this. And then we realized on the customer front that how people were uh, because there were so many different things they could do with our product, how how some customers were measuring success on our platform was not how we would define success or vice versa or there was uh, multiple ways they were doing it and we weren't very good at communicating it. And then we realized, well, we're talking about a lot of things in market. We're talking to two different audiences, our user base and our buyers. Um, and so there's just, there was just like so much, right? And we're in the weeds with it every day. So we inherently understand it better than most. But you know, the people we're talking to aren't in the weeds with it every day. So we need, we need to simplify. So we've, we've reverse engineered it to a degree. And this is some of the progress I mentioned that I'm, I'm excited about we're making to like, okay, what are the goals of a marketer very broadly? How does our product support those goals? How do we measure what our product does across those goals? That's like how we service our customers, right? And then how do we sell that? How do we demo around that? Um, How do we put that into our pitch decks, put that into our demos? And then what you're working on, how do we say that to the marketplace? Um, How do we uh, say that from two different angles for members and brands, to the marketplace, and then we can layer on from there, but it's all about that like streamlining and simplification, and you know, to use the CEO buzzword, I, I think it's it's been messy at times. But I think this process now that we're going through is helping us get alignment across the business. And then I was actually talking to uh, our customer success manager, Kat, and then our uh, director of sales, Kate, yesterday about. Sales process and setting up, you know, discovery and, and the right goals during that process, and then how we communicate that on the back end once uh, they become customers. And what I told them is like, if this works, if our hypothesis is correct, and we already have some early indicators that it is correct, this will influence how we build product. Like it is, it, it is literally everything we do. Right? Like if we've got four buckets for how we define success, then. The, the features and functionality we're building should support one of those four buckets and one of those four goals for marketers. So I am really excited about it. It does feel like we're starting to get alignment. We're hearing from prospects. Things are moving faster. People understand what we're, what we're doing quicker. And lastly, what I'll say is cool. If, if we simplify it and, and we get somebody to buy into that simplification of what we're doing, then all of those and thens that we do get to be gravy. Like once they're on board and on a customer, it's like, oh, by the way, we can help you with this too. If you want, oh, you're having a problem with that. You know, we can help you with that. Right. And that that's when uh, you can start to build uh, not just customer relationships, but, you know, fans, advocates, brand champions, those sort of things. So like I said, I think that wraps today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, but th- I was going to say, don't,
0: don't, don't forget to rate, review, and do all of these <laughs> things that we need you to do. So the, the one thing that I heard as you were talking through that something that I, I was just like putting myself in the seat of the listener. And I, I was thinking about it and I was like, All right, if you're out here listening to what Jonathan is saying right now, likely you're working in a SaaS business, maybe early stage, maybe not. But regardless, you've probably been in a similar situation before. So it's very relatable when you're kind of early stage trying to push things forward. I guess my question back to you would be, was there a specific moment for you where you decided to say, okay, what we're doing maybe is working kind of, but I think it can be working better. And let me take a step back and evaluate it across the business. Was there a moment that you had that triggered this action on your end?
1: Yes, there was. We had one of our pre-launch customers that we really like by our definition was extremely successful on the platform, they came up for renewal and they told us they wanted to churn or they, they weren't going to renew. Um, so churn from our perspective. And I, we we're, hey, like, we're going we're to churn. We don't like it, you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, put us in your churn column on the board deck. Um, no, but so they, they, they weren't planning to renew. And we're like, man, like, by all accounts on our side, all measures on our side, like this is successful for you. So did that's when I started to question, did we not set the right expectations? Are we not servicing them properly? Are, there, are our goals misaligned? Did they not truly understand what we did ahead of time? And so went back to the drawing board a little bit based on that conversation. What's cool is we ended up winning their business back by kind of repositioning some of what we can do and are capable of. And so that conversation really led into like, okay, we need to make sure like that doesn't continue to happen. How do we define success? How do we service those customers? How do we win customers that define success in the same way we do? How do we tell the market and get more prospects that have those goals? Uh, that was really the impetus for a lot of the work that's happened. It, it wasn't, like I said, it's been messy. It's going to continue to probably be messy for a little bit, but we're, we're starting to get to a point where you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, I think it's going to make us a lot better. Or the fun of the stage is we could be completely wrong and be going back through this process in three or four months. But I'm pretty confident with where we're at and where we're heading and um it's been it's been cool to see the team rally around it. What I really like about this stage of where we're at right now is that it feels
0: like we don't need to all of us don't need to individually be involved in every conversation and every I'm I'm speaking for myself here <laughs> you're probably based on your role in it all and kind of facilitating and bringing people in and but for me As the marketing guy, like I for the first time feel like stuff can happen and I don't need to be a part of it. And then I can see like the third or fourth iteration and then I'm involved and it's like, okay, well, what's your feedback? I'm like, this is great. Like, I didn't even know this was happening or I knew it was happening, but didn't need to be involved in a part of it. Which is great because I that t- that allowed me to protect my time and focus on areas of that I'm trying to prioritize to push the business forward. But I remember one moment specifically that I think speaks to this, and I was in a meeting with Cat, and she, or I don't even remember what it was. I think it was a, a meeting with Cat, like a weekly or bi-weekly. and she was walking through the new like way we talk to customers in those four buckets and value props, and. Then I saw it on the flip side in a conversation I had with Kate when she was walking through sales deck and demo. And I was like, you know what? Like, this feels really good. Like, it feels simple, structured. I'm the buyer. So, like, this resonates with me. But, like, that all those turns and iterations happened with subgroups or small groups. And then it came back to me for my feedback. And I was like, this is great. Like, this is simple, more simple than we were talking about it, but I think can be more effective. So I don't know. That's just, that was a moment in time for me where it was like, I thought to myself, okay, like simplicity at our stage is something that we need to lean into. And the more we lean into being simple with the way we communicate, probably the better results we're going to get.
1: Like I said, we, we've kind of reverse engineered this process a little bit. I think traditionally when people think about messaging or positioning exercises, it would start with the, the kind of marketing, go-to-market message, and that would uh, inform sales conversations and that would inform customer success conversations. I don't know, something I've learned, like we didn't do that intentionally, but something I've learned is I think it should actually be the, the opposite way. And I think we've benefited from doing that accidentally and kind of reverse engineering the process I think you're exactly right on the simplification. We're very fortunate that the slides you referenced, we are now to a point very early. We, you know, we didn't have enough data to really measure the impact of what we were doing just because of how young and new the product was. We're now to a point of maturity where we can measure and quantify the impact our platform has. So that's been really critical for us as well. And then lastly, I would just say, like, you know, maybe, and maybe this is encouragement to other people fighting messaging positioning challenges is like we are really just messaging the outputs of our platform. We're not met we're not messaging or even selling like the platform itself. At this point, we're selling the outputs of that. Right. So like in sales conversations, we're saying, oh, you're interested in impressions or brand awareness. So great. Like this is what you can expect. From- from the juice you're interested in um demand gen or maybe informing your abm or advertising program great this is what you can expect from the juice on that and then oh by the way here's a platform you also get which is really cool and we're really proud of and you get all this from the platform as well but really like we're selling outcomes which maybe sounds like buzzwordy and and like um i don't know too like visionary but like that's how we're positioning is it like here's the output of our platform and then oh by the way you get the the power of the platform itself Uh, or getting to interact with the platform itself also. And so that's been, I don't know, it's just been because previously, uh, as I started this podcast, like we were just selling feature after feature after feature. And now we've got four outcomes. Where do you want to, do you want all four? Do you really want to emphasize two of those four, one of those four? We'll rally our resources around how you define success and uh, we'll rock and roll from there. What I like about it is it it offers flexibility because not everyone
0: that we talk to, their size of their company isn't the same, the role they're in isn't the same, the priorities they're in. So it serves as some sort of uh, safety net or catch-all where at least like we know that based on the positioning, something that they're doing or interesting in, we can at least have a conversation about. And we might not be a good fit, but we might be a good fit. And so at least it sets ourselves up for success um, to start structuring conversations in a way and be specific to certain people because I'm a marketer, but I don't like half the stuff that some marketers are working on and care about, like I don't care about. And I'm focusing on certain priorities. So that's what I really like about it is just the ability that we we get a at bat, a an at bat with a topic That someone is thinking about or working through where we can at least have a conversation on if we might be a good fit for them or not.
1: We use it as discovery. And it's great for us because content marketers, I think in content marketing inherently, like in some businesses, it is purely a brand building activity. In other businesses, it's a demand generation activity. Uh, in some businesses, it's both or it's neither of those things. And so those four categories we've referenced, like that allows us to stop and ask, like, what do you care about in your role? How do you measure success? Okay, it's it's purely brand awareness, right? Or it's purely audience growth or demand generation, um, uh, content distribution. It's like, okay, let's center the conversation on that. And if you're interested in these other things, we can do that. So it's really great from a discovery perspective, too it can roadmap the rest of the conversation.
0: So as a marketer, all of these things are happening. Decks are being updated. CS is simplifying what they're doing. Sales is simplifying what they're doing. As a marketer, for me, it's like focuses on messaging and how can we simplify what we're doing. So every week I author the opening letter of our newsletter, The Blend. If you're not signed up for The Blend, go ahead and sign up. We'll put a link in the show notes. You'll get to hear from me every week, along with a bunch of other great content that we're curating. But I have these moments where I sit there on Thursday and I say, okay, like what's happening in the business? Like, what can I talk about that's relatable? And this week it was this topic. And so for me, I was thinking about it from my own personal life and I used an analogy and I want to leave, if you're not getting the the newsletter, you haven't heard this analogy yet, but I want to leave you with this analogy. So I grew up like most kids who grew up in the eighties and nineties playing video games. And obviously video games back then have uh, progressed quite a bit to, you know, just being very simple, eight bit quality to now they're, you know, complex. Uh, You can play across, you can play against anyone in the world. Um, You can play probably until, you know, the wheels fall off of your machine. But anyways, the, the example I connected with was, uh, Tech Mobile. And so love football, Tecmo bowl. And if you play Tech Mobile and you're out there and you're smiling, cause that's bringing back a memory. You remember that the the playbook on both sides of the ball were four plays, right? And you had two pass plays, two run plays on defense. Yet you, you could two run stoppers, two pass stopping plays, And that was it. But the game was so fun. Like you can literally pick up the controller today and like play forever. Now, like you think about like football games and you think about the Madden franchise and series, and you've got, you know, you've got complex systems, you've got playbooks with hundreds of formations and you, it just goes on and on and on. So it takes a lot longer to master and it's just very complex. And, and it, it just, you got to put in the time to do it. So for me, it was like taking a step back and saying, okay, well, simplicity is a theme across our business right now. How can me and my role implement the Tecmo bowl style offense to the way that we're communicating at the juice. And the more I think about it from that lens It's thinking about saying stuff that's stupid, simple, and totally relatable. And I think it's really hard when we're deep in the weeds and you're building all this cool shit and doing all these cool things to remove yourself from that and zoom out and think about it from, okay, if someone were saying this to you as the marketer, like that stuff would just probably be a bunch of noise and it would drown you out. But it's the simple high level themes that kind of resonate and that's that's the first thing you need. You need to catch someone's attention. So from my seat, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. And also, I'm trying to like scramble across my house right now to figure out where my Nintendo is so I can plug it in and play tech mobile again.
1: Oh yeah, I'm coming over for that. Uh, <laughs> dibs on the Raiders and Bo Jackson. Oh no! Uh, hey, I, there's a no Raiders
0: qualifier when you're playing because we already know that's not fair.
1: All right, if you say so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think you know, at this stage, there's limited resources, right? We talk, I talk with our team about placing bets and, you know, and I, I give the poker analogy, right? Like we only have so many chips. And so we need to move our chips away as quickly as possible from losing bets and stack them on winning bets, right. To maybe an unnatural point. I think this is, we, we probably spread our chips too thin across too many bets, uh, but now we're starting to understand what bets have positive return, and we're we're starting to stack chips on those. So another analogy for you, but I think you're exactly right. Like focus on what's working, do more of what does work, do less of what doesn't work, and uh, go as fast as possible. And it feels like we are starting to do that. You and your role out there, I'm sure, are
0: deep in the weeds trying to solve big problems that your business has, which is what we do. But I I think the feedback here on today's episode is. Take, take a little bit of time and remove yourself from some of those challenges and think about a simpler way to, to solve them or think about what you're doing as a business. Because if it's, if it's stupid, simple, and it sounds stupid, simple to you, and it sounds too basic and easy, that's likely the message and the type of mentality that you should be taking to market.
1: Absolutely. Love it, Brett.
0: All right. Thank you, everyone. We will talk to you soon. Love those conversations. It's a look inside of our one-on-ones, taking an internal conversation and flipping it out. Hopefully you're learning something from what we're doing. Trials, tribulations, roadblocks, obstacles, all those things we're dealing with, building the company in the MarTech space at The Juice. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back on the other side. James Gilbert, CMO at Red Rope, on the pod, talking about customer experience on Friday. Don't miss it. We'll talk to you then.